1: Celebrate
2: twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty five days a year. This is a pack a day podcast. Welcome into the Thursday edition of the Pack Day Podcast. I'm Steve Furhatch. I am joined by the Zamboni Queen herself, Sarah Kelleher. What's going on, kid?
3: Nothing much. Just me and you tonight. Dusty's ditching us, so it's whatever. But I'm good, excited. The huge game this weekend. Could not be
2: more pumped for that right now. Speaking of Dusty, he did ditch us. However, he is in Orlando, and you got to meet him in person. I need I need details. Like, tell me, I mean, is he as much of a jackass as I think in person, or what's going on?
3: All right, I'll have to give you the tea. So, basically, it was really funny. We actually met at one. We met at iDrive. So, if anyone that's listening has ever been to Orlando, that's like a happen in place. The Orlando I is there, the big, giant, like, Ferris wheel thing. And there's a lot of amazing restaurants there. So we went to one of my favorite restaurants that's over there. And it was super funny because I was walking from the parking garage and I saw – we, like, made awkward eye contact from, like, <laughs> super far away. And then we both just start waving at each other from, like, really <laughs> far away.
2: Um, Wait, far did away. you guys go to the Cheesecake Factory?
3: No, but – oh. <laughs> Dusty did tell me, because I let Dusty pick, I was like, this is like a good meeting point based on where I'm at and where you're at. It's kind of like halfway for both of us. And when we were waiting, because there was like a little bit of a wait to sit down, he was like, you know, I really almost picked Cheesecake Factory, but I didn't want to do that to you. <laughs> um, but it was so much fun. He's, I mean, it was, it was weird because I feel like I know him and I know you just because we talk And every week, and then also in addition to recording, we always talk for, like, 30 minutes before and 30 minutes (laughs) after just about, like, our lives and our families and, for me, school and, like, whatever's going on. So it was kind of just like that. And I was like, this is – it was almost like one of those things where it was just like, oh, you're a real person because I was, like, actually (laughs) sitting with him versus seeing him through a screen. But, yeah, it was awesome. Um, And he's at Universal now, I'm pretty sure – Getting drunk.
2: Please please follow him, because he's now tweeting out, like, (laughs) selfies of him and random characters from Universal. It's pretty outstanding.
3: Yeah, so Universal does this thing. They do it a lot. Um, So for, like, high schoolers, um, if you're you're a senior class, they'll lock down the park. Like, I think the park closes at 8 or 9, and they'll close it early. And then after hours, for events, they'll let people in. And so... There's a big thing called Grad Bash where all these schools come, and it's like that, and you have the park. But whatever conference Dusty was at for his job, they did that. So they were like, no lines at Universal, and he was all like, I don't know, I might be tired. But now he's posting pictures with a fake marshmallow and told us he hugged a random guy. So (laughs) it looks like he's enjoying himself at least. Yeah,
2: I mean, he's embracing the fact that he's – on a work trip and i'm assuming drinking bourbon while there so yeah uh, no. Oh, you didn't...
3: really funny story so i4 is in orlando it's under construction all the time it's the worst road ever if you ever want to like just get a headache because you're bored you just drive on i4 that's what you do <laughs> it is literally the worst place ever and i had to drive there to meet dusty and i was like oh i hate driving on i4 and i told him this and we're eating and i was like Every single time I drive on I-4 at night, there's always at least one car that doesn't have their lights on. Uh, every single time, consistently, and it scares me so bad. And Dusty was laughing at me and, like, making fun of me. He's like, you just have bad luck, blah, 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 blah. And then he texts me or he DMs me on Twitter, I don't even remember, on his way home. And he was, like, in my Uber on the way back to the hotel. I saw two cars without their lights on, on I-4. <laughs> like, I don't make this up. This I told you this is Florida, it is hot, it's gross, and everyone sucks at driving. That's, like, our catch-all.
2: And you have creepy, weird-ass people that do stupid stuff.
3: Yeah, we have the Florida
2: man. Florida man. Florida man. I love it. Uh, And and Dusty will be coming up this way in, like, a month or so, and so we will have the reverse situation where I think after the Packer game that Monday he'll be driving through Milwaukee, and I think we're going to grab lunch that day, so it'll be – It'll be it'll be some FOMO for you. Was the fear of missing out? I on I know. It. Oh. We were
3: saying that next year we need to try to coordinate when Dusty and I both go to Green Bay so that we can all get together. I because like that, it. That would be insane if we were all in the same place. That would be so much fun.
2: I love it. A Packer game for all of us, and then we yes. can all uh, drunkenly record a podcast. I mean, that sounds that's like that is the brand right there for us.
3: Or it would be you and Dusty drunkly recording the podcast. That's true. Well, I'm kind of moderating what's
2: (laughs) happening. (laughs) Sarah has like half of a Mike's Hard Lemonade and calls it a day. (laughs) I think that's about right. So I want to move on uh, because I need to get your official opinion on this because I haven't talked to you since I put this out into the uh, Twitter universe, but I made the decision that I figured out what our prediction bet is going to be. And that whoever loses has to eat a sleeve of uh, Most Stuff Oreos while on the podcast. I know you gave me the initial, like, shaking of the head. But, I mean, Andy spoke. Like, he agreed with it.
3: Yeah, I'm not particularly happy about that. Uh, (laughs) Why? Is it because you're in last place? Yeah, it's because I'm in last place. And it sucks because I don't want to eat that. Um, Who commented? I'm going to give him a shout-out. Jordan Walsh commented a hilarious comment on this because I was freaking out on Twitter yesterday. If you did not see about this potential devastating thing that could happen to me, and they commented, "Come on, Sarah, that would only be three Oreos," and that legitimately made <laughs> me laugh so hard. So thank you for that. But no, I'm not happy about that. Um, uh, to I'm be really fair, ho-
2: it's uh, it's five Oreos.
3: All right. Well, I'm really hoping. I but if you would around. like,
2: if you would like to, you know take two of them, take the cookie off the top and squish them together. I'm okay with it. However you want to get it done. Andrew,
3: if you're listening to this, I don't (laughs) want to see any more slander on my timeline from you. I, I can't, I can't, I cannot. So
2: like full on, no, no, Andrew. Wow. That's a, that's impressive. All right. So apparently you are not on board. However, I, I, we did talk beforehand and we are going to switch it up to help you out a little bit. so, Dusty and I will give our predictions first, or whoever is in first and yeah. second place have to give their predictions first, giving the third place person the opportunity to switch it up. So that's at least gives Which you a- Which is fair,
3: because yeah. I was thinking about it today in class. I was like, oh my God, they could just screw me over, and they 100% <laughs> would, because oh, that's who they are. Like, that's very on brand for them. They mm-hmm. would just screw me over, and I would pick something, and they just pick the opposite, or they picked or not the opposite, they picked pick the same. And if then, you're like,
2: oh, I picked the 49ers. Oh, I think I'm going to go with that too. That yeah, sounds like the idea.
3: Yeah, they could be playing the Dolphins, and I'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to pick the Dolphins," and you guys would be like, "Me too." We were thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I, I run the table. We hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>
4: hope. Channeling
2: your inner Bears fan. Okay, I like it. We'll yeah, get let's... to that in a. We'll get yeah. to that in a minute. Uh but we want I want to start talking the Packers. Uh it's Wednesday night and the Packers released their injury report, which I, I mean I mean I need to knock on every single piece of wood that's around me because holy god I they're just healthy. Just- they're healthy. They are so unbelievably healthy. Um we had Devontae with was, was limited, but still a participant. We had Jimmy Graham on veteran's rest. We had Mercedes Lewis on Veteran rest. Um, Danny Vitale had was limited, and Tremont was on veteran's rest. So legit, those guys were on bikes. Everybody else is practicing. I I can't remember. It's beautiful. When it's was beautiful. the last time this happened? Never, never this late in the season. So it's it. I mean, we don't really need to do a deep dive into this, but it's just it's outstanding. But what we need to do a deep dive is the 49ers death chart because or injury report because they had a bunch of guys not practicing. There was Burrita. there was D Ford, Robbie Gold, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, Joe Staley. Like, and, and to be fair, a bunch of these guys could be playing. But I mean, it, it just needs to be noted like the Packers as well as they're a good team. They're playing a good team, but it just seems like every time they're playing a good team, there's always just injuries on the other side of the ball. And I'm not complaining because normally it's completely flipped, but I'm just, I'm digging it right now. It's making me happy.
3: Oh, it's great. I, I saw that today too. And who was um, for the Packers, you know, who was kind of limited. And I was so pleased with what I saw and, like you said, usually it's the other way around. Teams are playing us, and we're beat up and hurt. But this year, knocking on wood again, it seems like it's almost been the opposite. And, you know, you never wish injuries on anyone. I never like to see great players get hurt. But sometimes the cards fall that way. And for the Packers, sometimes it it has this year. And it's been interesting to watch and how they respond to that. And it'll be interesting to watch how they respond to that this weekend. I know um, – Like last year against the 49ers, Jimmy G obviously wasn't there, and they were able – I mean, that would have been a completely different game, I think, last year. So it's just things like that. They've been able to take advantage of other teams um, when they have players out, and it's it's been interesting, I think, is a good word, just to see how that's played out.
2: So before we move on, you did tell me you watched the highlights from last year's game. Uh, against the 49ers, and I would like you to just do a little dive into that because you had one of the funniest comments uh, we've had in a long time, pre-show, and I need that to get out into the world. Uh, so go ahead, take it away.
3: All right, well, last year last year was basically the Mason Crosby game. This is his, his comeback game because the game before was when he missed every field goal ever and everyone freaked out. But then he hit the game-winning field goal to obviously win the game. But I thought it was really interesting at the beginning of the highlights I was watching today. The announcers and the the broadcasters were so shook at the fact that Aaron Jones was starting. They were like, oh, Aaron Jones is getting to start tonight. And it was just absolutely shocking to me how much has changed and how (laughs) he's just the guy now. And I think last year when that happened, all of us, and I know – Steve, especially, even though I didn't know you at this time last year, I know that you were watching that game, and you were like, thank God, finally. Finally, <laughs> this man is starting. Maybe he'll get 15 touches, but at least he's starting. No, and,
2: no. Mike McCarthy <laughs> was in charge. He wasn't given 15 touches.
3: Yeah, so I just thought it was crazy how much has changed. But my comment that Steve thoroughly enjoyed was because we were talking about the Bears. After. Oh, that's what
2: I did. That's yes. my bad. I screwed that up.
3: No, you're good. So we were talking about the Bears, and I don't know if anyone saw this today. We'll just segue into this. But the Bears today, a Bears fan, right? Is that who it was? Or somebody?
2: Uh, so it was posted from Bears Talk, which is um, NBC Sports Bears. So, I mean, they've got 26,000 followers. Right. Uh, so so it's, NBC, it's an NBC Chicago legit hashtag. Like so Twitter. they're legit, yeah. which
3: makes this even worse. Um, so they (laughs) tweeted a video today talking about how when the Packers were four and six a few years ago, that they were able to run the table and that now since the Bears have the same record, they should be able to run the table too. And now the Bears are going to run the table and they're going to win the NFC North. And I'm, I just, but the, what I said to Steve earlier was we are target and the Bears are like Walmart. They're just never going to catch up. At this rate, Mitchell Trubisky is your quarterback. Like Aaron Rodgers ran the table, he carried that he carried that Packers team on his back, and you expect Mitchell Trubisky to do that. Mitchell Trubisky, I just, I just like I said, Walmart, Target, choose your fighter. I know who I'm picking, and I just it just blew my mind watching that video. And Steve, I hadn't seen it, and Steve actually was like, "Oh, you got to see this video." So I looked it up, and I, I mean, Steve watched me watch the video in my face it was, outstanding. Was just, it was it's awful the video is awful they're not going to run the table and i just think it's funny because if we that was really like cliche 21 year old girl of me to say i just think it's funny but um, but if the pack let's say the roles were reversed and a packer's like let's say cheesehead tweeted like oh we're gonna run the table just like the Bears did. The, Bears' Twitter would freak out, and they would be like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. So I just don't understand why they thought it was a good idea, because it, it's just not. It, it, it hurts. It hurts. I, oh.
2: yeah, it, the best part is it's got all these highlights of Packer, like of Aaron Rodgers doing these things. It, again, like you said, Aaron Rodgers went on a crazy six-game, like, tear. He played amazing, like some of the best quarterback play ever.
3: Ever, yeah. Statistically, that six-game stretch, like you're saying, is some of the best football that we've ever seen a quarterback play at the NFL level. I mean, that is just insane. Once in a lifetime that happens. And they think Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the guy to do that. That just (sighs) – I'm, I'm getting worked up about this. <laughs> like, I just
2: can't. The best part of me is they can't even come up with their own slogan. Like, they had to steal a slogan of run the table. I mean, this team is, I love it because they're so jacked up. They steal slogans. They jack their kickers' minds so much that Pinheiro missed two field goals last week. Um, I like that. It's just, they're they're so messed up right now, and it's so much fun. I mean, I enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. Oh, it's great. Uh, So the Bears probably have a couple people on the the Pro Bowl list, but the Green Bay Packers, I am happy to announce, have David Bakhtiari, Preston Smith, Adrian Amos, Mason Crosby, and J.K. Scott all leading their respective position groups in the NFC Pro Bowl voting so far. It's noteworthy because it happened today, but, I mean, Let's be honest, Sarah, this is a nothing burger, right? Nobody really cares about the Pro Bowl.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but in the end does it have that much meaning? No.
2: You wanna you wanna know who's you know who was, who was a quarterback in the Pro Bowl last year? Mitchell Trubisky.
3: Yeah, he was. It was in Orlando. I almost covered
2: it. I mean, like it, I and... think seven people said no first, but then yeah. he got in. Yeah. That's why Pro Bowls don't like That's why I think Pro Bowls are so stupid is because, oh, I was a Pro Bowl inductee. Like, no, no, you weren't. You were like sixth on the list and then five people had to bow out because of a, quote, injury.
3: I think it's impressive if you're voted in like the first time. But like you said, if you're, you know, guy number six and then
2: (laughs) you get called (laughs)
3: in, not the most impressive thing ever, but hey.
2: I mean, if, it you, if it you gets you, if you get it a bonus in your contract, that's outstanding. Good yeah, for you. Good,
3: good for you, man. But like,
2: still, that's not that you're not a Pro Bowler. That's the checks not. in their
3: mouth, right? Like I, I, I don't know. It's it's in Orlando again this year, I think. So I always say every year, I'm like, I'm gonna go, or I'm gonna like go check it out, and then I never end up doing it. So.
2: You know what? I say scrap the whole Pro Bowl. I know this is something you probably don't remember, but. Uh, like the skills challenge that they had back in the day, it was called. No, like I
3: remember that. That was so much better. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. so much fun.
2: All the like, I, I saw a highlight of Brett Favre doing the uh, the longest throw competition, uh, and him chucking it seventy four yards through the air. And landing like in a designated area. Oh my god! Like that was yeah. so much fun. They had the targets going, and they had the footballs that were like the front tip was dipped in blue, so you could figure out where their ball like hits the tar- moving yeah. target. Oh, bring that back in a heartbeat. That would be that would be a hundred times better than a Pro Bowl. There's no. Yeah, I know more. they
3: do like the skills challenge, but it's just like and really small and like it's like it's, it's, it's kind of whatever. It's not
2: the same. It's not the same. Um. Yeah, that could be, I mean, it could be way better. Nobody, because nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. So, let's see. We're going to move on because we are going to Sunday night football. This is, it's so exciting. Like, this is what you want when you're an NFL fan. You want the two best teams in the conference playing each other in prime time. Nobody else is playing. Like, it's just, it's go time. And... I loved what Rodgers said. Uh, I don't know if you saw this Sarah, but today he came out and said that
3: I did see this. Uh,
2: yep. they're going to have to go they're going to have to go out to San Francisco and win a game one way or the other. So might as well do it right now. So that was like he was at his locker talking about that. I, that's why I love this guy because he has the the wherewithal to think that far ahead of like, you know what? This is one of those teams that's going to be in a mix of everything. We're going to either have to come out now, but if we take care of our business, we can make them come to us in December when it's freezing cold and make them play up here. So exciting times. We're going to keep moving on with the Packers' offense versus the 49ers' defense this week. So, Sarah, I want you to go ahead and break down a little bit of what you're looking for this week.
3: Yeah, so um, just to touch on the matchup in general first, too, Something when I was reading up on Packers offense versus 49ers defense and what to look out for and just, you know, who's in, who's going to be players to watch. Um, Apparently, um, this is just the fifth time since 2007 that teams with two or fewer losses have played each other this late in the season. And the winner of the last two games that were like this, which was the Broncos in 2015 and the Seahawks in 2013, went on to win the Super Bowl at the end of the season. So I just thought that was a really interesting statistic and obviously just puts even more, like, pressure on how big of a game this this really is. And, I mean, like you were saying, Steve, when, you know, when you read, like, whoever wins this game is going to be first in the NFC, like, that's just chills. Like, that's, like you said, why we watch. Um But when it comes to the defense, 49ers obviously have a fantastic defense. I mean, they have guys that are hurt and beat up, and they're still performing well. I mean, their defense has been a lot of – I mean, they have a gr- good offense too, but their defense has been a lot of the reason why they, you know, are as good as they are this year. Um, for pro football focus, through their, like, midseason rankings, they had their defense as the second-best defense in the league. So, obviously, that's something to consider. That's something that we know is going to be a challenge for Green Bay. But when it comes to the 49ers defense, you know, you do have to dig to really and kind of nitpick of, okay, what's, what's their weak point in pretty much from – watching some stuff on youtube and reading up their weak point again is they have issues on their run defense and that is a huge thing for the packers because you know aaron jones and jamal williams especially in these prime time slots for some reason have just been electric like they have been insane whether it's america's game of the week or sunday night whatever aaron jones for some reason when all eyes are on him this season he has shown up so to me i got excited about that if there's if they're having issues with the run defense, like, let's exploit that. Let's let Aaron Jones just have a day. Um Right now, San Francisco is 26th in the league in allowing yards per carry. So they allow about 4.7 yards per carry. So that was something interesting to look out for. I mean, Bosa, obviously, that dude is a terror. And he's usually got other guys that are just as good, even that with veteran experience around him. But some guys are hurt. And then, you know, you have Sherman, Richard Sherman back there, and Witherspoon back there that are going to mix things up. Obviously, you know, they're going to be all over Devontae Adams. So I think, again, the receivers are going to have to step up. Um, so we might see some Alan Lazard this week, some Kumaro, um, MBS. Those guys are going to have to play big roles because they're going to have some of those tougher corners in the game as well. So those are kind of my takeaways, what to look out for. If we're going to exploit them, I think – the our run game is where we do that and hopefully both Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones just continue to show up and continue to balance off of each other like that
2: yeah some great points I um, the one the one big thing I wanted to point out uh, just Packer's offensive line is continually uh, they're they're doing well they've had flashes they and then they've had they've had some stinkers as well so that's the big thing to look at because as you kind of talked about, the 49ers have a like their front seven is legit. It is a, a top two defense in the NFL right now, and you, you just kind of look at these names and that that's all running through their front seven. It, it's a it's a murderer's row. I mean, they're doing really really well, and then all of a sudden I start playing with my like in my head. I'm like, well, okay, murderer's row. Well, D Ford's out. Mm. Then they've got DJ Jones injured. They've got DeForest Bunker, they've got Armstead, but Aziz Al-Shahir is injured. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's not quite as much murderer's role as I thought. Uh, I don't love Richard Sherman going on Devontae all the time. Hopefully uh, they can keep him moving around and you know get get him going in the slot a little bit cuz I normally I don't believe Richard Sherman will move around with and and shadow one guy he normally likes to stick just on the outside on one side um so that will be something I'm going to watch for is if they do move Richard Sherman around but it's just the matchups overall it's the things that that uh LaFour is doing and it'll be really interesting because you know he is a product of of Shanahan and that's He knows the type of things that he does uh, so he can you know help out the defensive coordinator on that aspect. But moving all these guys around to get them into advantageous situations. I mean, we've seen it with Aaron Jones. We've seen it with Jamal Williams. And we've seen it with, with the receivers, too. So can the Packers get their offense to be in the best situations against this, this very talented defense? So, you know, I, I will say, as much as I hate to admit it, I kind of miss Dusty. This is the, the we we break things down pretty well, but we normally give Dusty like seventeen minutes of him just going off about numbers and matchups and DVOS and all sorts of just everything. And he, like as much as he makes me feel stupid, like I, I learned I so learned lo- something. I yeah. learned something every damn time from him, and so him just getting drunk in Orlando. I mean, it kind of adversely affects our podcast, so. Dusty, I'm not sure if you're going to listen to this, but uh, you suck right now. I think that's fair.
3: And Steve misses you. That's what he's trying to say. In a weird, twisted way, that's what he's trying to say.
2: (laughs) I would never say that out loud. (laughs) All right, so this gets us into score prediction time. Dusty we were go we were actually going to have try to have a little bit of fun and call Dusty on the phone cuz we're recording this through Skype. However, we tried earlier and it didn't actually go through, so Dusty did send his uh score prediction beforehand. So uh let's see where Okay, here we go. Uh Dusty is going 27-17 Packers for his pick of the week. Sarah, you'll be going last. So For my score prediction, I am going to go, um, I'm going to take the Packers, and I'm going to go 31 to 27. I think the 49ers have had a rough two weeks. They've um, been doing some prime time. If you watch that Arizona game. There were some very questionable balls that Jimmy G threw. Uh, I think he had two picks, but he probably probably should have had at least four. It, it, like he threw some balls that are there. So coming off of that' um, is it another uh, late it was a late game and then coming off of the Seahawks game where they lost so they have they're coming off a Monday Night football game. They're coming off uh, another just tough game as well against the Cardinals, which they got pretty lucky to win. So I think I think the gas is kind of coming out of the tank a little bit for the 49ers, so I'm going to go 31-27 uh, Green Bay. Sarah, let's see if you're going to make a move. I'm, I'm very interested.
3: This week I'm going to play – to go with my gut one more time and then starting next week if I fail this week we're gonna we're gonna mix it up but all of our score predictions are very close I said 27-24 Packers with a field goal again from Mason Crosby this year to win it I think actually that the Packers are going to come out and start a little bit sluggish I think with traveling and with the bye yes they'll be healthy but I think you know When they were in that rhythm, they were in that rhythm, and they were coming out firing. So I think they're going to start a little bit sluggish, but they'll go down. But, you know, 12 is going to lead them back, I think. And then it'll be – fourth quarter will kind of be a shootout, back and forth, back and forth. It's going to come down to, I think, what the defenses are able to do. And whoever really has the ball at the end, I think, is probably going to win this one. And I'm I'm thinking and believing it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to put us in position to win. So – Twenty-seven, twenty-four Packers. Hopefully, we're all right. And so help me God, if I have to eat, <laughs> if I have to eat that, those Oreos.
2: Yeah, you are in a disadvantageous position because all of a sudden, you know, there's the games are going to start dwindling, and all yeah. of a sudden, you're just going to have my, to start going against the Packers.
3: Weekend. This is my last weekend where I'm like, all right, I'm going to stick with it, but. I don't want anybody to give me any kind of grief on Twitter. If they're like, whoa, oh, you're not picking the Packers because I'm doing this for myself. This is coming down to survival at this point. So just self-preservation.
2: Let me yeah. Yep. No, let, that makes let sense. me
3: have my pride. Like,
2: Oh, you do what you got to do. No, I, I completely understand. The worst part would be if one of the two of us picks, um, a correct score and gets a bonus point.
3: I need to pick the I, this week. I need to pick the correct. That order. would
2: be that would be ideal for you. That would definitely be ideal for you. It would make uh, things
3: so interesting. I would love if that happened. Love, love <laughs> it. I would love nothing more if that happened.
2: I'm shocked that you would like to not eat a sleeve of most of Oreos. That is uh yeah, makes sense. Uh, so that kind of wraps things up. We've got covered everything we need to. I have a final thought. I don't know if you have one. I Do you want me to go? Oh, oh! You can oh. go first. Okay. Um, This is more of a general kind of thing. This doesn't involve the NFL at all. It's somewhat, a little bit does, but um, so the NCAA. Oh. Kind of hate the NCAA. <laughs> really, really pissing me off. But uh, potential number one pick in the NBA, James Wiseman for Memphis, was suspended a total of twelve games. Okay, that happens. Apparently, there was some funny business during his recruitment. I still call bullcrap. It is what it is. However, they came out and said that he must donate $11,500 to the charity of his choice. Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) An 18-year-old kid, you're like, oh, yeah, you need to donate $12,000 to the charity of your choice. Coming I hope
3: somebody, the- I hope somebody gives him that money, like he can profit off his this and then he, <laughs> and then he gives that money away. Like,
2: no, I mean, he well, he just needs to be like, you know what? F you guys, I'm sitting out for the year. I'm not going to yeah. do this. Like, what are they going to do? Sue him? Like, oh, we're going to take you to court for not donating to charity? No, no, sit out. Like, get yourself ready. Hire like I'm sure he's got a trainer. He's got whatever. But no. Screw the NCAA for doing this kind of stupid crap again and again. Like, it's just, it's it's headed by a bunch of morons. Like, they just can't get themselves, like, they can't get, uh, it's just so frustrating that they can't get themselves, like, in a good position. It should be all about the students. It should be all about you know, giving them access to to good schools and having fun while playing sports. But no, no, they screw it up time and time and time again. And I'm just tired of it. And now they're trying to fine people. Like, it's so dumb. So my final thought, NCAA, you suck. Sarah, what you got? Um, My final thought
3: is just a thank you to a bunch of people on Packers Twitter this week who came together and didn't argue and were wholesome and helped a college student out, AKA me. So, um, for those that follow me on Twitter, I had to do a survey. I have the presentation. Well, now that you're listening to this on Thursday, I have it today. So probably while you're listening to this, I will be presenting this project. So I have this big presentation. We had to collect 200 respondents, um, And on Tuesday, my group only had 40 people. And it wasn't that we weren't looking for people. We were looking for people like crazy. It's just people wouldn't do it. The survey was long. They didn't want to do it. No one was completing it. So I put this plea out for help on Twitter Tuesday, basically saying, or Monday or Tuesday, I don't remember even what day it was now, and basically saying, hey, guys, I really need your help. I know there's a bunch of you on here, and I need 200 respondents. Please help me out. Thank you. And in within, like, not even three hours. I had over 360 people respond to this survey. It was amazing. Um, we have we know just from talking with other groups we're going to have the most data in data collection in our class, which is huge because that makes our project that much better, not much more accurate. So if you're listening and you took that survey or you shared it, thank you so much for doing that because. It's a huge help, and I appreciate it because I know the survey was rather long, and I'm sorry for those that commented expecting a free pair of headphones or some sort of (laughs) headphones. Why don't
2: I get both headphones, Sarah?
3: Yeah, but that's not happening, but you're getting my sincerest thank you because it really was a huge help. And, I mean, literally in three hours we went from 40 respondents to over 360 respondents, so that was just amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys for doing that. I really appreciate it. And in like two weeks, I won't ever have to, or two or three weeks, I won't ever have to bug you about school again. So thank you.
2: <laughs> Outstanding. That's it. You know, Packers Twitter, as much as, you know, they can, well, I don't want to be mean. Like it can, you can go down a dark path if you find Packers Twitter every once in a while. That's exactly. for sure. But, uh, they, they definitely can, uh, rally around when they need to. Um, also, If you guys have any interest, uh, as Sarah was doing, it's just perked into my head as well. My wife, I've talked about this once or twice, she wrote a children's book. It will be available for free next week uh, off of Kindle. So it's a free e-book for your kids. Uh, But we do need reviews. So if you are willing to do a review of a book next week and get a free copy for your Kindle, let me know. So, uh, do it. Hit me on DM at Steve Per Hatch, and let me know. We can take care of that because this is all a, obviously our self promotion part of the uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, getting
3: ad money for it. No, I'm kidding.
2: Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, like, uh,
3: subscribe and follow
4: our channel. Oh. Uh
2: huh, uh huh. We'll get there. But if you have any, uh, if you have kids, if you got anything like that, and you'd love to get a free ebook, let me know. I can definitely hook you up. But we need a an awesome review on Amazon to get the whole thing launched. Outstanding. Um, so definitely at C. For Rich, hit me up. Um, and I'll give you all the info. But uh, that kind of wraps things up. Uh, I'm very excited. Next week we should have everyone back together, and we will have the Thanksgiving Day. Yes, date. I didn't uh, even think day. about that. Yes.
3: Yeah. Next so, week is a huge week for Sarah over here because she will practically be on the edge of graduation. I'm going to Ariana Grande concert next week. New Chris Evans movie comes out next week. So I'm going to be at my peak. So I'm going to be ready for this podcast. <laughs> Hopefully the Packers are coming off of a huge win and are first in the NFC North. So this next, like, five days, I have potential to be absolutely thriving. So let's hope <laughs> let's hope that that goes
2: well. Outstanding. And I think what we're going to do, I I want to do a, uh, we're going to do a list. So I'll, I'll put this out to Dusty as well. But uh, everybody listening as well, I want you to start coming up. With your Power Five Thanksgiving Day food list. Oh. That is something that we're going to discuss. Of just, it can be appetizers, it can be main course, it can be desserts, but your Power Five, top five foods for Thanksgiving. That is what we're going to, I don't know, lead off and with one of the two, but it's going to happen because we talk about food way too much on a Packers podcast, but that is, um, I mean, I am almost I'm almost more intrigued by those from you guys than your Packers take at that point. So But that will end it for us. Uh Sarah, it's been fun. I you know, I as much as I love doing this with you, like I, I miss the Dusty aspect of it because we we don't argue. We just we like we get along yeah. well, we have a good time, it's great, but no, like with Dusty's here, he's and it's now proves that he's the jackass of the group because when the two of us do a show together it's
3: great. Yeah, and I mean that happened the last time. It was just the two mm-hmm. of us, yeah. but I think, I think when you throw you know the third the third one in there, we just all it's easy because either you and I agree or we disagree, and then we move on. But when there's two versus one, things get dicey. Everybody teams up on each other, and
2: no, it's just, it's dusty. It's not a it's not. A...
3: <laughs> it's just dusty.
2: Mm-hmm. He's the old curmudgeon out of the group, so. Cause he's like six months older than me. So, so Dusty, that's uh yeah, that's my, uh, my poke at you since you're not here and can't say a damn thing about it. So, <laughs> uh, we thank you guys for listening as always. Make sure to follow us every single day at packet a podcast, download, subscribe. And, uh, again, reviews are always, always what we want, but, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Sarah Kelleher4, at Dusty Evely, and at Steve Furhatch. Um, we'll ta- talk to you guys on Thanksgiving next week. So that'll be a fun one. But as always, go, Pack go.